Boo Save Chicks, it's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Hi, ladies. Hi. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good, good. Okay, so last podcast, because I feel like these are going to go in order. So, yeah. Last podcast, we were talking about uh, we got something to say. Hmm. And, uh, you know, we had several things to say and whatnot, but uh, through we got something to say. And then even with me seeing things online, um, relationships and dating and what men should do and what women should do and all that type of stuff has been a hot topic on social media the past few months. I right. feel like Is it because it's almost cuffing season? I thought they were, or we're in the midst of cuffing season. I don't know, but it's kind of annoying. But in the midst of seeing these conversations, honestly, I'm I'm looking at like the state of single people, and then even like I was having a conversation with my mom, and my mom asked about someone, and it was like, are they dating? And I was like, well, my, I mean, we're in COVID, and like, where where are they gonna meet somebody? But you know, online on the internet. We could talk about that too. <laughs> Most people is meeting on the internet these days. Yes, that's true. But what if you're not open to that? Like, I mean, that's true. But like, you know. even the whole thread that was going around with the people was like how it started, and it was like any DMs or whatever, mm-hmm. and then how it's going. So yeah, that was a lot of DMs. I mean, mine started in the Facebook messages. But um, so basically, I have questions. I have questions for my single people, my single friends. And I guess the state of relationships dating in 2020. And it's just like, and it's not like a whole bunch of questions. It's just like kind of general stuff. Like, where are y'all at? How do y'all feel? Like, you know, are you looking to date somebody right now? Uh, Do some people feel like they're doomed because like, you know, you know, you looking at the temperature outside and it's like, what is going on? So those are, I guess those are some of my things that we can talk about and just, you know, throw it out on the table. Like, I just be, I just honestly want to know, like, what's up? Like, so what's your first question? How y'all feel? Okay. So one, we could talk about the online dating thing since Charday started with that. Yeah. How do y'all feel about online dating? Especially now, like, okay. So we, you know, with COVID-19, there's a lot of limitations stipulations and then even comfort level with some people going out i know both of you guys in particular and by both she means lauren denise yeah lauren and denisa i know we've talked about like nah i ain't doing all that i'm not going and i completely understand so how do you feel about like let's say online dating and just kind of uh dating and meeting people in the climate that we're in right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't all jump at the opportunity well, I intentionally did not look at her because I knew she was looking at she me she was looking straight at you I'd be like I can wait after COVID I, ain't in the, I mean I'm good I ain't got a rush to mm-hmm. meet somebody right now mm-hmm. um, I'm also not in a rush to meet somebody online mm-hmm. I think those things for me when I think about past relationships or friendships or whatever they just always happen so organic for me um, that I, I it's hard for me to see it any other way mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say God can't do something because he can he can do what he wanna do, mm-hmm. you know. Anybody in your DMs lately? I was gonna literally I was gonna say this is not like a come the doors of the DMs are open. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause I'm a chatterbox anyway, and sometimes people think I'll be flirting when I really just talk junk because mm-hmm. I love talking junk. Mm-hmm. And I, talking I, I also junk like mean? to flirt. So but just because I flirt don't mean I want to be with somebody. Is talking junk flirting? 
It could. It could be, be. It if could I be. like if I like the mental sporing. It depends on the situation. It's, like, it's a quarter how drunk. I say this. It I, I gotta be honest. I'll just say this. I think Denise is just a natural flirt. Yeah. Because I used to be. And it's not a bad thing. thing. It's not. It's not a bad. Okay, like, let's say last week with the food truck. Like, the way you kind of maneuver with people and guys. It was like, flirting. And how you say I stuff. Definitely, I was not attracted at all. I know. I don't think that was no, I know you weren't attracted, but it definitely came off as flirting. But I think me and Denise. But that's not have, a bad thing. I think me and Denise have had this conversation where we talked about it, where it was like, "It's Lord we, is eating this." <laughs> <laughs> well, me, well, me and Denise have talked about this because we were saying like there are moments where like whatever we do with a guy, we would do with a girl. So it's like, mm-hmm. would you say I'm flirting with a girl? Because I would say and <laughs> act and do the exact same <laughs> no, thing. Because I'd be like, okay, it's sis, the where's way. my food? It's the way right. 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 you ain't doing like that. It's different. I don't think so, she, she sashayed over there to the to the. Uh, I did not. That's what I'm just saying. Where the food at? They're exaggerating. She had on some leggings. And I was. I did not have on leggings. And I was hungry. You she didn't have on leggings. leggings. She didn't have on leggings. You totally had. I had on joggers. Oh, okay. <laughs> she sashayed over there. I, I tried to head to the side and said, "Where's my food?" I tried to help you, Denise, because I'm. I I am losing. I, <laughs> I'm learning not she, to be a flirt. Exactly. She cannot talk. Yeah, Sade's a flirt too. Yes. I'm learning not to be guys. Yeah, but I, but I don't, the reason why, and that's and why. don't I, let her not have her braids in because she flicking that the hair. The hair? Exactly. Listen, it's the hair. Exactly. It is the hair. No, she flicking the, it's she to the, the end. braids too now. And it's to the end. Mm-hmm. You know oh, what? Yeah. Oh, and then she, and then she, and then she be quick to be like, "But I'm engaged." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm teaching the. Hey, we don't dance. I don't understand why they want to talk to me and I'm engaged. They don't see this big old rock. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's not it's like my a, water. It's not an intentional flirt. It's just. Number one, I do like mental sparring. So if you come, I do. if you say something to me, I'm going to say oh, something. We, call it, we yes. call it mental sparring. No, I'm going to say it back. Whether you're male or female, I guess for me that's the that's the definitive line. It's the fact that the, <laughs> what people will call flirting in terms of being conversational with men, I have the same type of conversational personality with a woman. So for me, it's like, can we really call that flirting? Yeah, this ain't about me. I'm not. I don't single. think it's for it anyway because I'm the type of person. If I am interested in somebody, I'm gonna let them know I'm interested. <laughs> okay. Just saying. So I, I don't really need to like. I agree with that, but what? I don't even think you have to do that though. I mean, you do it, I mean, but I'm like, she don't even have to. You don't even have to let them know you're interested because just the way you move, is the way just, you move, you're very yeah. friendly. Who is somebody great? That y'all have seen me. Forward that I wanted. I'm curious. Let's have to go. That you wanted? Yep. I or that know. you thought I, I was interested in. Wanted. I don't know if you wanted them, but I think it just organically happens. It's like you just you're just a friendly you're a, you're a beautiful presence to just be around. Great customer service. You know it. <laughs> you are. I'm gonna be honest. Denise is one of the sweetest oh, persons I know. And so when, is so funny. And you she's a are. You you're a sweet person. So when you're talking to somebody, they just experience sweetness. And so in their mind, they thinking, dang, this girl flirting with me. But you may not be. But you just, you just a sweet person. So it just, that's the way it comes across. I don't know. She finesses it different, Now, I think, and I love to give her a hard time, but I do think they just be outright flirting. They just be like, hey, let me back yeah, your eyelashes. <laughs> Who do I be flirting with? It ain't everybody. And then you need I saw a <laughs> 
Right. I saw it's flirting with Zoe. Any, it's not. I mean, it's not any and everybody. Lauren said I flirted with Zoe. I mean, but current tense we talking about past yeah no no she i mean she will let you know she's engaged in 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 the quick ring you don't see this ring (laughs) (laughs) and then she's gonna stop and look at you with them big old eyes and be blinking them (laughs) yes but i mean i i can honestly say that i can have a loquacious and or flirtatious personality but it's towards anyway back to online dating (laughs) hold on hold on just bring it back a little bit shade and i have been out and about together she's like "Mm, i just don't know why people just be looking at me (laughs) (laughs) i be serious i don't know why they be looking at me i don't say anything (laughs) they should be like they don't see this big old ring (laughs) (laughs) i don't even be saying nothing though i'm like what are y'all looking at Anywho, so, <laughs> so how do you feel? Let's let's get your take on things. What was the question? Uh, online dating. <laughs> I don't do it. Um, I, I never, don't do it. I don't. I've never been comfortable with online dating, or um, yeah, I've never I've never been comfortable with it. So I've never done it. I've never created an online account. So if y'all see an account with my picture, understand it's catfish. It's okay, because okay. yeah, so it's not it's not me. I don't I don't um I don't do it. I have a question. So if a man, if you were in a space and you heard a man call you beautiful, like, wow, she is really beautiful. Like, she is really beautiful. Oh. <laughs> what would you do? How do you approach that? Y'all talking about How do you approach that? How is this your response? Oh, no, like, if, if you were, just think about, you know. Yeah. How do you, how do you handle that? I just tell them thank you. Like, I did. <laughs> I don't care. I just tell them thank you. I'm not the type. So I said this earlier before we actually turned the mics on. I am very oblivious to flirting. Whereas. So you didn't. Uh, you didn't. That wasn't flirting. I, so I'm, somebody, I'm oblivious to it. I don't if know what's happening. somebody continuously says to you, you're beautiful. You not thinking that's flirting. You wow. You a compliment. Wow. She I, really is I beautiful. I do. And like I, I, I have, and I, and I do. I don't, I don't. I'm not looking for it. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like if you're doing it, I'm just like, thanks. You're just really friendly. Like, but I can I, understand. I can understand. I've just, I've never looked at it like flirt. Like my mom pointed something out to me today. She was like, you know, so and so used to like you, and I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. It was like, yes. He was like, he actually came to me and told me he used to like you, and I was like, I would have never guessed that mm-hmm. because to me, I just thought they was just being friendly, mm-hmm. which. It actually made me think about the whole conversation about I was like, oh, I can see now why people say you can't have male friends because they're thinking in their mind that a man There's ain't a chance. Do you believe right. that? Hmm? Do you believe that? I believe that you can. Because okay. I, I mean, me, it's like if I like you, I like you. And if I don't, I don't. So if I'm just your friend, I'm just your friend. Mm-hmm. So I know I ain't crossing mm-hmm. no boundaries. So mm-hmm. it takes two people to cross a boundary. So um, but for me, it's like I can understand someone saying that. You can't have male friends because I've had guys tell me before, like, hey, Lauren, you don't understand. A dude would just be your friend for however long he needs to until he gets he, that opportunity. Until he can be something more yeah. than your friend. And I had never I had never thought about that. I was just like, nah, we just we just cool people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I think I'm going to be honest. That's why my ex had a big issue with my friendship with Jason, because he was just like that. He's like, he can't just be your friend. Like he was like, I'm telling you, a guy could like wait in the corner and wait for his his door of opportunity and try you and i was like nah it, it, it would never and, and it never has it's never been that between jason really and I, never. I what with jason but what about anybody else it, yeah with other guys absolutely i will say that but i just never i never in my mind i'm just not i'll tell you what it was prior to 
now I think I'm more open to um, finding someone to be with for a lifelong period. So, I mean, I'm not here to just be dating you. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not trying to do that. I am open to a relationship that does lead to marriage, like mm-hmm. dating with intentionality. Okay. Mm-hmm. But You're open to dating. <laughs> but, uh, Lord Jesus. But, uh, so, but in, in previous years, like I said, I had a lot of, when I tell y'all I had a lot of guy friends, I had a lot of guy friends. And I never knew that in the back of their minds, or for some of them in the back of their minds, there was like, nah, like I'm trying to get to know Lauren so it could be like something more. I never knew that because I was just, for me, I was so goal oriented. I wanted to get my degree. I knew what type of GPA I wanted when I graduated from college. So all of that was always in the forefront of my mind. So if I met a guy and he was just cool people, I was like, you just cool people, you know, to hang out with when, whenever I feel like hanging out. It's it's funny that you're saying that. Cause I remember when you uh, started coming to shift and whatnot, I could even see that with some guys who were there at the time. Like, I feel I I think you were like, whatever. But I could definitely see some people that looked at you a certain way. Like, you know, I'm trying to get to know her. But Lauren was so whatever. She, she had she had the Tunnel blockers vision. on. Like, yeah. she was like, I ain't even focused on y'all. So and, and she, she didn't. Dip. She wasn't paying attention. And then she didn't do. And then I did. Yeah. <laughs> so that's true. That was me. A hundred percent. I was I was just not. I'm just even now I'm trying to open up my eye gate mm-hmm. to be like, was that a flirt? <laughs> but I'm so oblivious to it. I don't really know when it's happening, to be honest. Like I'll be I'll be out with y'all sometimes with my girlfriends and they be like, girl, he was looking at you. And I was like, who? And by then the person would have walked by. They could be dead in her face, y'all. <laughs> and I just don't I really don't catch it. So for me, I th- I believe that if anything was to happen as far as a relationship, it would really have to be like Listen, Lauren, look, look. Are, are y'all Same. open? Well, Denisa says she's not. She's not. Uh, she's not saying that the DMs are wide open. But like, are your DMs? Open, are your Lauren? DMs open? Are the doors of the DMs open for you? For men to slide, <laughs> slide yeah. in my DMs. Me have slid in my DMs, mm-hmm. but I am not. I'm not interested in that. Um, so you wouldn't do a DM start conversation, and not with the guys that have slid in there. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> 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 is it because of the way they look or is it because of the it things they're saying? No, it w- actually, they all come respectfully. Um, I've never they had. Know. Yeah, I've never had like a, a disrespectful. I've never had an instance Same. where a man. I have. Yeah, yeah, we know you about have. That. That was yeah that was crazy. Yeah, but I've never had an instance. He was, he was just psychotic. Yeah. 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 Something was, in you or yeah, something. He was, he was on something. Yeah, some people. That's weird. It was yeah. very weird. I'm, thank God. I've never had that experience. Mm-hmm. The men have. Have always been respectful and or they'll ask like let me tell you how they do it they'll be like oh so i see you a architect and a design do you design like they ask stupid questions like that mm-hmm. like that's you see what, can you design something right, you, oh you design what you design? i used to get the can you cut my hair like, boy, you don't get the heck, boy, bye. Or they'll send like, or they'll send an emoji or mm-hmm. something like something like that. But I mean, I've I've had stuff like that happen. But like I said, I'm not, I'm not. But it's the, the one. So I mean, is it you weren't attracted to them? Yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not attracted to them. I guess it wasn't the right one that slid in the DMs because I feel like if it was the right one, I'd be like, yeah, I do all the yeah. <laughs> same. That's that's. I yeah, I mean, I guess it just it was just wasn't the right one that. Mm-hmm. It, that I personally was attracted to and wanted to kind of have that conversation. And I do believe that I'm in a place right now where I don't want to have um, 
conversations with guys just to say that I had a conversation with the mm-hmm. guy. Like I'm not, I'm not pressed for that. I'm not pressed for attention. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like I rather, you know, usually if things like that happen, I'll tell people thank you or whatever, and I'll just keep it pushing, mm-hmm. you know, or I'll send like a like sign, like you know, thanks. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not a thing of me like, oh well, you know, like no, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, next question. What do you guys think of the state of, I guess, dating and I guess, yeah, that's the only way I can say it. Like, how do y'all feel about it? it especially like dating in church. Like, what do you guys think about? <laughs> I know. Or even is there a difference for you guys? Like dating a couple years back versus dating now? Yeah. I mean, I think I've, I've been very vocal about that. On our first episode, I told you I was not interested in dating a guy in the church that um, was yeah that was say like I, I i was literally looking for men that weren't in the church and i'm like i bring them to christ you know i got a little missionary in me i bring them to christ it's all good but it just it never worked out and i feel like now even now i definitely want a man that has a personal relationship with christ but for me, I still believe that it's still sort of like a touchy subject for me about um, dating in the church. Mm-hmm. Right. And the reason being is because I love my church. I love my community that's in, in within my church. And I don't want anything to tamper with that. I understand. So um, I'm very protective about um, even if I was dating. I tell people that all the time. I say even if I was dating a guy, you would never know. Mm-hmm. Because for me, it's like we would literally have to get to a place where I feel like. This is going somewhere that you you could potentially be my forever, yeah. forever babe. Before I introduce you to anybody, or anybody has any knowledge that you wait. And I, so nobody would have knowledge. Nobody, not even us. Not even. I y'all. mean, I didn't. I didn't tell nobody initially when me and Emma dated. For that very reason. Well, that was initially, but eventually. I mean, eventually people found out because I mean we was going out so people would see no, it. No, you told me. I, you I did, <laughs> you, I did tell. Ayanna said no. You told me. I mean, I would tell, I mean, I think I would tell my few, parents. Yeah, yeah, there were a few people who I told. But I think I think in the beginning stages of like dating in a relationship, it's almost like having a baby. Like there's a, a period of protection. And I'm, right. not, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing because Sylvester and I literally did the same thing. Yeah. Nobody knew. Nobody yeah. would so, know. For yeah. me, nobody would know. And the reason being it's a thing of I value the people in my circle so strong. Mm-hmm. You want to you want to be sure for yeah, yourself. I don't want to gotcha. introduce y'all to just any old dude. Like I don't want to do that. And I and and I and even in my past experiences, like friends and family that has met my exes, they I hate when they bring up because girl, you know, you dated that type of dude. So I'm a little worried that you know yeah. it's the kind of man you attract. And that's literally the conversations that come up all the freaking gotcha. time yeah. because okay. I introduced them to this to this guy that I shouldn't have never introduced. One them person, to. one guy. Or is it like a pattern? So they judge type of guy? one person? It's a pattern. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. a pattern of guys. But like, even in that, I just, I don't know. So for me personally, to protect m- me, um, I don't think I would, I don't, I would be dating nobody would know until I feel like the guy is it's the guy. It's the guy. Yeah. Okay. I would I say in, in being in Atlanta, and I mean, I, I, can I say that? I think I can. And being in Atlanta, I do notice that people just be bringing everybody home. Like that's, that's not, everybody that's not be like meeting all of the people, and it's just like, um, is that what, what y'all's 
is that what we doing? I'll tell you all the time. Um, that's weird to me. When I meet a person and then the next time I see you a week later, it's another person. And then I see you a month later, right. and it's another person. It's kind of like, something ain't right here. Do they like, know? Going back to what you were saying, too, about protecting your circle. I remember the time I was dating this guy here in Atlanta. And I took him to church with me. And um, World Change? Yeah, I took him to World Changes oh. with me. And um, oh, I think it was on Sunday. And we, we had stopped talking. We didn't know who and Y'all knew me. We did. Y'all knew me. You must yeah. have sat in the back. She y'all didn't know, know us. Y'all know I don't. She didn't know us that Sunday. Not that Sunday. I did. Like, oh, oh, not that Sunday. You right? I didn't know. <laughs> but, um, but I don't. You know where I sit anyway. But anyway, um, I brought him to church with me, and I said that even me doing that, I got to be real selective in doing that because mm-hmm. one day I went to church by myself, mm-hmm. looked up. And he was at the church. He was at the church. Because he got the word. You think he came because of the word? Or yeah. He came no, to... I think he came because of me. Okay. Because I had. y'all stopped talking. Yeah, we had stopped. Well, okay. we had stopped talking. We weren't talking as much. But um, Ooh, I came in. Your peace. Your place of worship. That's what I'm saying. Even stuff like that. I'm just like, I but got you, to protect you know, wait my. Wait a minute, Wait a minute now. You just said that you want to bring them to Christ. No, that's what I used to. But you don't want them to come back to the church. No, I want them to have their own personal. Right now, right, twenty twenty, Lord, I want them to have their own personal relationship and church. Um, that they away attend. from yours. <laughs> oh, 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 so, so does that mean you're not open to somebody at our church? I'm not. I'm not saying. I mean, that. Well, ain't nobody I, at our church I, right I, now. I literally, in my mind, I was like, God gonna have to bring somebody. Yeah, from I'm not. Let me, let no, me I'm not bring somebody. Y'all don't be looking. Yeah, no, our church got some fine men. It do. I, I yeah. don't be looking. Listen, listen for all the world changes. Let me be honest. I don't be looking, Emmett. Yeah, yeah, you should. But my, oh look, my I'm gosh. gonna tell y'all, this is the time <laughs> for all the world changes who are single out there. The time to go to church <laughs> where you can see um, bachelors is around the holidays the holidays is when they come not just the holidays let me tell y'all what they y'all do. gonna have to see them in the chat this year <laughs> right true but let me tell y'all what they do y'all put y'all pictures in the chat i know and i see and i'll be like dang they need to come to ship it's because when you out there right before service and as soon as they, they be in the lobby they when it's benediction remember when we would pass out flyers and we Bach and i would walk out first and I'd be like, all of y'all walking out that quick? Like, yep. as soon as he said, all right, y'all, he, or he prayed, that's when they did. They, they did. So, that's true. But they, we, so. our, church, our church does have attractive men. But I don't, I mean, for me, honestly, and my mom gets on to me about this all the time. I am not, I don't really have, and I know the son is like, I ain't got no type. But really, it's like for guys and their the way they look in their facial. I know I like a tall guy. But as far I mean, as like, you're a tall girl, so I'm a tall girl, so I do like I do like to look I up see at a you guy. With nobody five seven now. <laughs> mm, I've been there, but I just <laughs> <laughs> short trip, <laughs> right? Very short trip. But my thing is, um, I, as far as like, I, I I want you to be attractive, but it's not like I don't I don't necessarily have a type. For me, the types are like the inner portions of a guy. Yeah. So it can be like I love it. I love an intellectual man. Hmm. If you able to tell me something that I don't know, mm. you already got 12 points for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What's the number to get to? Um, 20. I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just, I'm just throwing out a number. But my thing is, is like, I love an intellectual man. I love a man, especially if you intellectual about Christ and mm-hmm. like the faith. And you can tell me something about that. And you can tell me something about politics. And you can tell me something about science. And you know, a little bit of engineering. Like you got me all wrapped around. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big. 
That's a lot of that's a lot of things. It's Trey looks so strange, y'all. I wish I could see her. her. If that's what you want, because you want to have conversations. I do want to have conversations. I think you should be real rounded, and you can watch a little bit of love and hip hop and still tell me a little bit about that. Like all of that. I mean, it's. Yeah. I'm just saying I want you to be a, a well-rounded, a well-rounded man. well-rounded man. That's Have a good. sense of humor. You know, those things to me are more attractive <laughs> than necessary. Let me tell necessary. you, if there's a man listening to this, you have to be oh funny. Because you, like, and Lauren, an engineer. Lauren gonna throw, never know. <laughs> Especially funny. And pay for her food. And you gotta be a theologian. <laughs> Lauren gonna throw some punches and you better be able to take them in. That's true. I do look stressed. I do look stressed over here. Okay? I look stressed. because I don't think her I don't see nothing wrong with your list, girl. Yeah, list I'm just saying. saying I like a. I'm saying, I, and it's not. It's not to like intimidate anybody, but I do love a. I do love an, in, an intellectual man, yeah. a man that can have a conversation about several topics, no matter what we're discussing, mm-hmm. and be able to impart knowledge. I shouldn't be the sharpest knife in the relationship. Yeah. Um. The Bible says that iron sharpens iron. It so does. you need to be sharpening me just like I'm sharpening you. Yeah. And that could be in wit. That can be in intellect. I like um, wit. Wit is yeah, important. You yeah, know, wit is. Absolutely that can be in family dynamics like all of yeah. that to me that definitely has to be in spiritual intellect so like all of that to me is the things that stand out to me more so than looks so for me it's very difficult to, when I see a guy that may necessarily be attractive because I'm like I see attractive people all but the time dumb. right but he dumb so for me it's like I literally I already know that if I get to know a guy I would literally and I begin not actually say I like you that mean I have literally spent some time with you to understand like dang this dude deep like this dude guy you know he got something to talk about you know what I'm saying (laughs) so all of that to me plays a role so it's I will say it's really tough for me sometimes in the dating sphere because I like I say I see attractive people but I just be like but what else is there I don't I don't just want a fine man like right I mean you can find one of them whatever you anywhere know, anywhere I, I I and I mean that's not to me that is not at the top of my list that he has to be super fine and yeah. I know a lot of people like dang like I would have never I wouldn't say that the more I, you get to know a person the better they start to look yeah, yeah that's and true I, I appreciate that honesty as well because. I've had conversations with people where you'd be like, so what's your type? Well, he has to be 6'2". He has to be muscular, tall, dark skin, such and such, <laughs> pretty teeth, blah, 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 all of that. And they are structurally built, not what the heck compatible. You know what she means. <laughs> Shut up, Charlie. You know what I mean. They look like number 10. <laughs> what is her thing that they she said? They look like the number 10. No, they not proportionate. They're not symmetrical. Yeah, they would look like the number 10. If they was in a relationship. And I'm like, how do you have all these standards in a man and you want a man to look like this? Ooh. But I'm, you not necessarily, because it's like... But what if the man want you to look like um, a Coke eight. bottle? Yeah, <laughs> oh, Coke bottle. Okay. exactly. Yeah. I mean, no, you, the can, man is you supposed can, to love them for their inner. And you can take that a step further and say, "What about?" But, but, but and but yeah. I love women be saying, and I'm like, "But what about with a man? Yeah, you're supposed to love him." I for will your say, inner. I will say, I can understand some, and and to an extent, I do kind of think that way too. I'm going to be honest mm-hmm. because there are certain things that I do like to do in my spare time. Think what way? Like, uh, I do want a man that is willing to be fit um, or willing to work out. And that's fair. Yeah. Um, because but you would match. Uh, you are a beautiful woman. <laughs> right. Like, with some of these people, I'd be like. Oh, they don't match what they want. <laughs> exactly. Oh. <Yeah. laughs> 
But I mean, I was going to say, taking it a step further, even even in a spiritual standpoint, when you're looking for a man to be like, right, bring us to the word, Shadi. Bring us to the word, Listen. Well, you be like, I want the man to be in the word. I want him to, you know, do Bible study with his friends. I want him to be honest and trustworthy and da 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 da. And it's like, but sis, is you honest? Is you trustworthy? Do you I'm read the word? And I mean, Denise, I think you were part of this a couple years ago when I was like, you know what? I had a husband list. I ripped it up. I yep. threw it away. And God was like, saving the social. I think you talked yes. about it. Yeah. And God was like, what is you doing with a list for a man? Yeah. How about I make you a, a list, list for, for yourself? yourself? And to this day, I keep it in my wallet. And at the top of that list is like um, trustworthy. It has honest on there. It has patient on there. Like responsible like all of these things that as a woman and as a wife that I'm like okay these are the things that I would like I would like to show up as in a relationship that you know at a certain you know period in time I probably wasn't all of those things that are on that list and I think that a lot of times we're making a list for another person and we need to be making a list for ourselves so Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's good. One thing I want to touch on, because I'm not going through my list, because I, me and Lark, God, I got to talk about my list. Um, but one thing Lauren says all the time that I appreciate is that, like, whomever comes into the picture, there's already a standard of how you treat me from the standard that my friends hold me at and that we hold each other at. Yeah, sure. So if my friends are covering me, if they're doing certain things, if, if God is going to bless me with that in a friendship, then by all means, you know, in a relationship, that's the expectation in above. And recently, I actually have been praying for whomever my you know spouse is I really want them to have what I have when it comes to um a tribe a tribe of people that are outside myself you know outside I I don't need to be your everything I know some people love that I do not need that I don't want that the Lord should be your everything yeah and then uh, you should have some type of support Yeah. yeah one thing about me that's that's me too i'm gonna need some space that's me too but then again i don't know because i ain't been in a relationship in a minute so we'll see we'll cross that bridge when we get there um but you just we just relate so much that's yeah. why i didn't even say anything because i'm like yeah what she said and i don't want to be like ditto <laughs> yeah but literally ditto like i need the intellectual i need the spiritual i need it all and you know and that's what i'm gonna get yeah you know yeah and it's just to Charday's point, making sure to do the maintenance on myself and the work on myself mm-hmm. to, you know, not go, Lord, I need this, 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 and this, and this. And you, my fruit is just rotten. I have a question. Um, to I got a question. I guess for us. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's only one other single person at this table. Right. I know, I know, I know. My question is about compromise. I know she over here got me like giddy. <laughs> Y'all, Ayana rubbing her pregnant belly over here. And I'm just like, oh my God. Oh my God. But um, my question is about compromise. I oftentimes think about compromise. And I'm going to be honest, at this particular point in my life, um, it's kind of hard to think about what I would compromise on um, because I guess in the forefront of my thoughts, I have what I want to see in a relationship mm-hmm. so heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that kind of, I don't know, it kind of, I don't want to say it scares me, but it, it, it kind of keeps me on my toes a little bit because I can't think about well, what what am I willing to compromise? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, is it because the Lord is hinting that maybe I don't have to compromise about anything in a relationship? <laughs> or um, I don't know, but I, I wanted to ask that question to you is like, um, or even you all too, because even though you all are in, um, you're married and you're engaged, it's like, did you ever think about what is it that you would have to compromise in in a relationship? 
That's an interesting question. I think I wasn't expecting this question. I think for <laughs> That's me, why we got questions. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, there's it's almost like tears, I guess, which sounds kind of weird, but it's like there's certain things that it's like I am absolutely not compromising on these things. But then there are other things where it's like, eh, I can be flexible where those things are concerned. And I think where my flexibility comes in are things that don't completely go against like my morals and my values. And I think it's important to be with a person who you're on the same page with as far as your morals and your values are concerned. I think the tier that you're flexible in are things that are like desires. But if you don't have them, you feel like "Eh, I could live life you know, with something that's contrary to this. So an example of that would be like for me and Emma, and I remember when we started talking about, you know, children, like, oh, how many kids do you want? It's like, well, how many kids do you want? And I was like, you know, I would be good with two kids. Like if I had one kid, I would I would probably be fine. Mm-hmm. And Emma is like, no, nah, I mean, I want to try for three. Like I like three is my thing. And I, and I think in that compromise space, like, well, you know, where children are concerned, I could compromise between two or three. Mm-hmm. It's a desire. It's not something that compromises my morals. In my values. Um, and so I think whenever it comes to compromise, I didn't really think about it as much okay. until I got into this space where it's, you know, I'm heading into this space of really blending my life with somebody else's and we're mm-hmm. having more conversations than ever mm-hmm. about things. I mean, I think it would be good if while women are single, they think about those things. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the things I would compromise on and have those conversations early on? So. Ditto. <laughs> you know, for real, like what she said, especially with morals and values and then especially spiritually, um, oh, I wasn't so. willing to compromise when it came to spiritual, like your spiritual understanding. I'm not saying that you had to be a Bible scholar, but you had to have an understanding. Like I was having a conversation with a friend and she was uh, talking, we were talking about some things and we were talking about like, you know, how some single people like in the church, they may it's like, okay, I'm saved, but the person I'm talking to isn't necessarily saved. Like they believe in God, but they don't believe that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. So it's like, how are you willing to compromise on that person's belief? And so what we were talking about was how, okay, what if you get further along in the relationship and certain things happen, or even if you get married and you're believing like something might happen to your child or whatnot in that situation with, with whatever happened to your child or anything like that, how is the other person's belief going to contradict or agree with your belief? So if you're sitting there and your child is sick and you're believing for healing, how is that other person? Yeah, like what, what, how are they spiritually? Are they going to be panicking and worrying or are they going to stand on the word of God the same way you're standing on the word of God? So that's one thing, especially with me, I was like, I don't want to have that battle spiritually with someone where it's like, I'm believing this, but you're like, "Eh, I don't know if I believe that. And it's like, no, I want us to be on one accord spiritually. So I know that if we're facing any type of opposition, mm-hmm. especially in our relationship, we can come together and believe and trust God that we can work through it. So definitely spiritually, morals. Um, and then when I feel like it, when I, when when the word compromise comes in with certain things, it's like as the years go by, like you can you can have a, a set thing of things that you're not going to compromise, like how we said, like spiritually and all of that. Yeah. However, going into marriage, 
there are certain things that you're not even going to know. Like, okay, like let's say we're on baby number two. It is neither of our desire to have three, four, five children. We said we're done. Like we're so done after this, right? But what if a year or two from now, myself or Sylvester be like, you know what? I think we can have another one. How do we compromise in the relationship with that? Are we going to like, you know, talk about it? Like, you know, those are things that because those things can change. Yeah. You know, those, those those are conversations that can change. And you you could be willing to compromise like, OK, you know what? Like, OK, so is my um, is my decision not to have another child based off of selfishness or whatever? Or is it just is it based out of fear? Like it could be so many different things. Yeah. So it's like there are there are certain things that, you know, you have ground rules like this, like this is it. But then there are certain things in relationships where it's like, okay, compromise of, you know what? I think that we should move to California, <laughs> but you've never thought about leaving the state of Georgia. Are you willing to compromise on that? You know, but you know, when you got married, we was like, we staying in Georgia forever. Like <laughs> da, 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 all of that. Like we have had conversations about moving. This was before. Um, like we, we was like, Ooh, California would be nice. Texas look good, you know, especially Texas. Texas, Texas does look good. Look real nice, especially them houses. Houses, right. <laughs> you know? So it's like, in the beginning, I thought I would stay. I love Georgia. Oh, my God, I love Georgia, da, 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 da. But what if one day mm-hmm. God tells us, because or your husband say, you know what, I believe God is sending us to Texas. Shift Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Are you willing to compromise when it comes to that and meeting him like, okay, I don't know if I'm completely comfortable with this, mm-hmm. you know, ba- based off of the sake of moving. Cause it's like, ain't nobody in Texas, but we could do this together. Yeah. So, yeah. Have you thought about compromise? Nisa? I have. And I think I, you know, I think I could with certain things. I think what would be important to me is the integrity of that person mm-hmm. and how they operate and how they move. And nor myself, I'm not even going to be in a relationship with somebody. You know what I mean? That, you know, if I have to question their motives or how they move. Um, and I think also when it comes to compromise, I think the person that I marry will eventually grow or that our date grow and evolve into different people. You know, that's the reality. And at different seasons, certain things may really be important to that person. And compromise, I think people look at as so finite, you know, to Ayana's point, it shifts and it changes. And this season, you compromising for me is really important because I need to do this. Yeah. You know, they may look like, okay, in year three, four, whatever, compromising looks like, you know, yielding and supporting you and whatever that looks like. I don't know if I'm going to have to do that, but God has already been talking to me about that because I, I grew up an only child in my mom's home. Yeah. Um, you know, but I've always had friends and family around. So it's me, 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 me. Like even right now, my finances is I go buy what I want. I do what I want as I please. Yeah. And I'm even having to shift my mindset and, you know, and watch certain things and how I operate. So I'm already kind of considering it. Um, and I've already kind of, you know, kind of consider something. I used to say I would never date someone who had kids. Okay. And now that's kind of shifted. I would date someone who has a child and they would need to be an active parent in that child's life mm-hmm. with a co-parent relationship, a you know, a nice co-parenting situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not compromising on no baby mama drama. I'm not that's, I'm not doing it. Period. Mm-hmm. That's just something I'm not compromising on. Mm-hmm. So I can't compromise. And then I I got to take it to God first. 
You know. See, I ain't even thought about that. I gotta take I, it to I God was first. Saying, like, dang, saying, I forgot about that. I, I like gotta bring it up. You know, I, I didn't do. even. I didn't even Date think because that's kids? A, yeah, because that's a real topic for especially the closer you get to your thirties mm-hmm. or if you're in your thirties, like the likelihood of dating someone with a child. I hadn't even thought about mm-hmm. dating someone. That's why I guess I hadn't even thought about compromise because I. I mean, I hadn't even thought that that could be an option for me to mm-hmm. date someone with a child because mm-hmm. in my mind I was like, I, I just guess I wouldn't date mm-hmm. anyone with a child, but. That's interesting that you bring that up. It's one thing, too, that kind of stood out to me in what you just said, Denisa. Um, and it made me bring up another question. I think it would be kind of targeted toward Sade and Ayana. And I know the question's supposed to be toward us. Exactly. It's all good. No, it's all good. I'm cool. We got questions. Yeah. So I guess my question for you all is, is um, oftentimes when I think about marriage and engagement, I oftentimes question, did the couple fall in love with the person that they met in that moment or did they fall in love with the person that they thought that they would be in the future the potential in, in the future so um that is a good question um <laughs> um i will say that i fell in love with emmett as who i knew him as because we were really really good friends mm-hmm. prior to getting in a relationship and what i fell in love with was his wit um, the fact that we could have fun and joke, but then also have serious conversations, um, fell in love with the way that he was very like, what's the word that I'm looking for? Strategic and like hard on the outside, but then soft and squishy on the inside where oh, it's like, sweet. sir, you are not hard. Okay? <laughs> um, just but maybe off- you make him soft. I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't think so. Emma just has a <laughs> Emma just has a good heart. But if but if you did not know him, he would come off as potentially cold. It's funny because I tell people a lot that how you perceive us, it's the reverse. Mm. So like people perceive Emmett as like this really cold, tough exterior, non-emotional person. I can say that the same with us. And they perceive me as like this warm, bubbly, inviting, emotional person. And underneath the surface, Emmett is exactly the opposite, where he's like, he would give whatever he could to help somebody that he knows Mm -hmm. is in need and his heart aches and he stays up at night thinking about people and their personal problems. And you go to sleep. (laughs) And I am the complete opposite, where, yes, I have a good heart, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to emotions... I don't wear my heart on my sleeve as mm-hmm. much as people think I do. Mm-hmm. Do I pray for people? And from a spiritual standpoint, yeah. But do I let other people's personal problems keep me up at night? No, I don't. Um, I'm, I'm a bit more cold when it comes to having emotions and expressing my emotions, which, of course, because y'all are close to me, you know, it's true. Um, so I also fell in love with that, in love with really being able to share strengths. Um and just you know his mind he's just so strategic and then he fine so I mean there's that she's beaming y'all she's literally beaming mm-hmm. um so yeah I I think when I met Emmett uh from a we were in a pr- professional space um so my initial assertion wasn't like oh I wonder where he'll be and whatever whatever and I'm wondering if that's because as a woman when you meet someone who's already at a certain level of success. You don't really think about, you know, where you're going to be because it's not really almost an issue in that moment. Does that make sense? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I guess for me, I was thinking about the whole 
the whole nine, honestly, not just a professional, but like how he would be as a father. Like, did you think about, did you think about all of that? Did you think about how? Not in the, not in the initial contact phase. No, I think, and I mean, maybe that's just me. I don't know how other women are. I don't think I started having those thoughts until we were well into our relationship. Once we were headed down a path of marriage was when I but started thinking about those. Things. I guess in the beginning of your relationship, you didn't. I'm, I'm assuming and I could be wrong. I'm assuming that you didn't start the relationship with love, like love right. was something that grew. That grew. So I guess that's why my question is, when you realized that you were in love with Emmett, were you in love with the man that he is now or were you in love with Dang? I can only imagine what he would be in the future. And that's what makes you makes me love you. I guess you you kind of have to put them together because in my mind, loving him in the moment as he was, I could see him as a father as he was. So it wasn't like, a, oh, I love what you would become as a father. Or, oh, I love what you would become as a husband. It was like, I can see those things in you as you are right mm-hmm. now. And I love that about mm-hmm. you. Does that make sense? Am mm-hmm. I answering your question? It's a honest turn. <laughs> I think you are. Um, the thing that kept resonating in my mind was falling in love with your friend. Yeah. Um, because when you develop a true, gen- genuine friendship and you fought, like, I remember the moment I fell in love with Sylvester. It was like, I was like literally sitting there and I was like, dang, right. I think I, I know him. this dude. Like, you know, and it was like, and all these emotions came upon me and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> that's my husband. I ain't say that. <laughs> No, so you didn't say that. Because you didn't even think it. I and I guess for me, it was more like a like when I felt it, it was like oh oh hell no. Yeah. But were y'all you. dating then? We we uh, because I'm trying it, to think. It, we weren't, and okay. I think and I think that was back when I remember. <laughs> this was back yes. okay. back okay. when. Yeah. Before we ever started dating, and I know I talked about this on the other podcast, but it was before we started dating. The sunflower. So you no. loved him before. Oh, I wasn't in love then. So you no, fell in love like, with him before y'all started dating. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but you said it was like when you recognized the moment, it was like, all right, Lord, you got to show me a sign. Yeah. yeah. And, and then she got the, the sunflowers. the sunflowers. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I'm not trying to act hard. When, there was a moment when I feel like God expressed to me, like, this is who this man is. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we were just friends. And when God expressed it to me, I was like, nah, mm-mm, return to sender. This is not <laughs> this is not what I want, Jesus. And I think it was because at that point, we were just friends. So, like, I'd seen him in the midst of dating other people. And it was just like, that is not my ministry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That it's, and it wasn't that he was a bad guy because Emmett is an amazing guy. It was just that the way that I was used to dating people was very different than the way that he dated people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so when it initially happened, it was like, Mm-mm. but in the moment when I fell in love with Emmett, it was like, I caught myself and was like, ah, but for me, I think it was because I've experienced love in so many ways that had ended up in hurt before mm. that I was kind of like, I don't know if I'm, if I really want to go on this journey again, gotcha. you know? And I mean, speaking to, you know, Lauren and Denisa who are single, I remember kind of similar to what Denisa said, being in a space where I was like, man, if I don't get married, I'm cool. Like I am so good. Like I don't have to get married. I could be the rich auntie. I could adopt. I even told them that a few times. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I wouldn't mind adopting a child. Like, I would be so good not getting married. 
And I remember, I mean, I've even had this conversation with Emmett before. Like, I remember being in that space where it was like, yeah, you know, I want love and love is great, you know, whatever. But I'm cool being by myself Mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. Like, that's that's where I was at with it. Mm -hmm. And so when that feeling hit me, it scared the crap out of me. Mm -hmm. And it scared the crap out of me because being in love with your best friend is one of the best, most exciting, most terrifying things, because you know that if the love doesn't work out, that you lose your friend. Mm -hmm. And I know for me and Emmett, you know, I've said on the podcast before, after we dated the first time we broke up and it was, it was earth shattering Mm -hmm. and it was earth shattering because we'd broken up, but now we were in a space where it's like, I enjoy talking to you about everything, everything. Everything. So it's like, how do I live life where it does not consist of you anymore? Mm-hmm. And that was a journey for me, mm-hmm. you know. And so when it came back around, I mean, that was great. But there's that that thing there that's like, I love you so much that it freaks me out because I've never had a person be this um, intimate and not intimate from a sexual standpoint, but intimate, meaning I could walk in a room without saying a word and you know exactly how I feel because you're my friend Mm -hmm. and it's like that type of connection is something that I've never felt outside of the man that's going to be my husband Mm -hmm. with another man and that's that for me was scary Mm -hmm. so sorry is there something you just add to it um basically because you said what was I say the question one more time oh yeah so the question was when you realized that you were in love with Mm -hmm. Baca Mm -hmm. Um, were you in love with the man that he was at that moment or were you in love with what you, the potential, I don't, I don't even want to say potential, the man that that you saw him becoming. It's crazy because I feel like it's both. That's why I said falling in love with your friend. Yeah. Because when you fall in love with your friend, you're falling in love with growth and room for growth as well. You know, even when like you have, um, uh, female to female friendships, like, I love y'all. And it's not to, it's not like you would have to do something really, really bad to me for me to be like, I don't want to talk to Lauren ever again in my life. But I can't see that. And I couldn't see that with Sylvester. Like, I, it's like, because you see the character in a person as well. And I don't see y'all's character hurting me in a way that I would be like, oh my God, I will never talk to them again. So the same with your potential spouse or whatnot. That's why I feel like that's why I stress the importance of having like a friendship first, because then you see the character of the person and you fall in love with all facets of who they are. So it's like you, you, you don't necessarily see the future, but you're like, that's my friend and we're going to grow together. And I'm going to, it's like every day and every year you fall in love even more with that person. Yeah. So I feel like it's both. Would you, how would you encourage a single woman um, who is looking for love? Would you encourage her to fall in love with both? Or, um, yeah, how would, you, how would you advise single individuals when, when, you, when you say that you're in love with your partner? What is it that you should be in love with? <sighs> I guess I'm asking. <laughs> you, you asked us a tough question. And these questions, this show is not even supposed to be. <laughs> But it's good. That's about no, us. No, actually, 
actually it's good though because I was like this is where this is the conversations that need to be had mm-hmm. yeah like we need to get deep in the nitty gritty like that yeah but um honestly like it's like you can't even like I'm not saying you can't tell the person what to exactly look for but it's like you of course I feel like how we talked about your morals and standards lining up to the, together and then even especially spiritually like I'm not saying like I, I'll say this again. He ain't got to be a Bible scholar, but at least spiritually, you guys have the same beliefs. You have the same understanding. He knows who God is for himself. You not sitting there like constantly pulling and, you know, like, OK, does he believe and questioning certain things? Like yeah. it's, it's, it's certain things that just shouldn't be questions, especially when you're a Christian and wanting to be in a relationship with another question, uh, another Christian. Um, and then the character, like you look at, like you look at all those things, like how are they with their friends? How are they with their mama? How are they with their finances? How are they with, like you, 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 you can see, I feel like some people enter relationships and choose not to look at all those things. Mm-hmm. Because there are so many red flags that pop up real quick with some people. Yeah. But we overlook a lot of red flags. And I think that and then, you know, then we and oh, this we played a mind games was like, am I thinking too hard? Is that the enemy trying to take me away from my man? <laughs> no, honey, that was the Holy Spirit showing you yeah. that he ain't your man. <laughs> so like Ooh. it just and <laughs> I just feel like the things to look for is especially is like, how's his heart? How's her heart? How are they? Are they a functioning human being? Like, you know, because. um, Ooh, what does that mean? Ooh, OK, so I read something online and they were talking about mental health in men. And this guy was feeling like he said that. You know, it's it's sad that women um, basically saying, you know, how women say the, the recent conversation with a lot of women is that we don't I'm not your I'm not your savior. I'm not here to save you. Mm. You basically like you got to You got to get it together. And the guy was like, but y'all, you know, y'all, y'all, you saying all of this. But what if um, basically we need your help? And and I felt like in the process, he was evading the fact that you might need therapy. <laughs> like it was like he was trying to make it like women were giving up on men, especially black women were giving up on black men. And I was like, dude, no, nah, black women aren't giving up on black men. It's just that black women are tired and they don't want the extra baggage. So and I'm not saying that the man or the woman has to be perfect. However, that's why I always say two it's best for two whole people to come together. You know, this my better half stuff. No, we don't need no halves. We need two whole people to come together. Because yeah. what if that half and that half a hot mess, you bring in together a whole hot mess. Right. But if we bring together two whole sound, stable people who have an understanding of the word and having a relationship with Jesus Christ for themselves, knowing the Holy spirit. I'm not saying you gotta, you know, you gotta 
talk to the Holy Spirit every single day and you like like I, and I'm gonna keep stressing this you ain't gotta be a Bible scholar but at least That's have a relation exactly <laughs> because you know people will take it like this she said this no two whole people coming together and I, I feel like that's where that's where things can be successful that's where your relationship can be successful that's yeah. where you can grow together what was the question <laughs> I said how would you advise single woman um who I guess is looking for love would you encourage them to fall in love with the man that they see you know at the moment or fall in love with the man that you see them becoming or what they would become I think, in all honesty, I would tell single women to ask yourself the question, if this man never changed, if nothing ever changed about him. That's a good question. Would I be okay? And I think that's a question that you have to ask yourself because when you go into a situation, um, even when you go into a marriage, one of the things that my brother, shout out to Jerome, told me when I first got engaged, he said, um, he said, marriage for some people is one long argument. And he said, a lot of the times, whatever argument you're having while you're dating is going to be the argument that you're having while you're engaged is going to be the argument that you typically would have when you're married. He said, and for some people comes a resolution to whatever that thing is that you guys have not seen eye to eye on since you met. He was like, but for some people, the resolution never comes. And it, I think that I would... Tell single women if there was never a resolution to the one thing or to the things that you see as an issue right now with the man that you're looking at potentially dating um, and moving on into marriage with, would you be okay? Mm-hmm. And I mean, for you, you know, and I said this before we turn the mics on, you have to decide what's your one thing. What's your one thing that if if this is not here or if if this is here i can't do it and for lauren i guess i'll use it as an example when she says paying for her food if a man can't pay for her food then you know right off the bat that's not the man for you because if he's not paying for your food when you meet him he's not paying for your food when you're dating he's gonna have issues paying for your food when you're married and so i just advise women all the things thank you now you understand (laughs) (laughs) no i do no i had an issue with Somebody just randomly paying for your food, like you know, random dates. So uh, like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't even date randomly. Yeah. So understand if you on a date, you're not paying no random. No, I'm not. <laughs> so if you on a date with me, you are a very special guy. Yeah. Please yeah, pay, you for, pay my food. for her food. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that's what I would tell them. Okay, I love that. I love that response. Mm-hmm. Falling in love with the man, if the man, what you said, falling in love with the man that you see at the moment and asking yourself the question if this man never changed would i still be in love with him yep that's a good that's a good response or could i be with him yeah could, could i be, I be with, with him, him you know? for sure yep for sure i do want to mention one more thing and it was what <laughs> it ain't a question is what you showed me while while we were you know recording this episode i can't remember what it said oh um, but um, i think it is i said it to the group me. you want me to read it yes i do So um, there's a post and it says black men deserve love that doesn't require spending money first. And it's like the written like the post where it says black women deserve love that doesn't involve suffering first. So black men deserve love that doesn't require spending money first. I've seen that before. What do you want to say, Lauren? I just want I got a lot. Wait, hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. Okay. (laughs) 
That's a whole nother podcast. It's not a whole nother. We could go a few more minutes. That right there, oh. they got to be careful when they say certain things because some dudes take that like, like how, you know, you were like a guy. If it's a first date, pay, pay for, for my, my food. food, especially if you ask me. But there's out. some women who like, if this is the first month, I want to go to Belize. So, I mean, but, but that's what I'm saying. There are some women who think like that. Right. And they, but hold on. Wait, but wait. if I'm, you're conditioned to go into Belize, he should take you to Belize because the first month, though. if you're conditioned, if you are a woman that already take yourself to Belize, why would you not go to Belize? The first that? month, if you are a woman that is conditioned, <laughs> I just feel like for me, your standard I is your standard. I nowhere with nobody in the first month. That to me, I mean. But I think I think that to what y'all dating, dating or y'all just getting to know each other. Even if you're dating, if that's your standard, if you already live, I don't. But see, that's the thing. That's that's that. But no, I don't want you to take it wrong. I don't like. Want, I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with a dude taking you know take me to Belize. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying in the first month, like I feel like there there should be. You're a saying there's safety. There's safety issues or. I just you like don't know the person. Be, yeah, you don't know the person. Oh, okay. like you don't know yeah. who that is. <laughs> you have no idea yeah, what that person like, is. Like, okay, okay, I see that. I see yeah, that. Not yeah, in the first yeah. month. Not in the I first month. I get what you're saying. If you're conditioned yeah. and that's the standard, I'm, I'm, yeah, then I that's see the that. Standard. I see that. You shouldn't yeah. be getting on an airplane with a dude right. in the first month. That's I'm for what sure. I'm, I'm for sure. Trying to get flew out. That's what it sounds like. No, 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 no. No, I'm not trying to get flued out. But, but I know you're talking about standards. I'm talking about yeah. a standard. And I'm yeah. talking about like restaurants. And, and that's mm-hmm. what was thinking. And that's what, that was my, my juxtaposition right. was money. I was, think, I was we thinking. We talking restaurant money. I'm talking about restaurants. And trip and money. Wine and, yeah, I don't really think. And I'm not going to even go on there about the trip thing. Because that's a whole. That's a whole nother podcast for me about trips with your part, partner. And when does that step into the relationship? That is a whole nother podcast. But I do believe if you she are. Yeah, I'm serious. She got Easter hands. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but um, I do believe if you are a woman and I'm just going to bring up a, a fine dine restaurant. OK, if you're a woman that's that's used to eating at chops regularly. I thought about chops in my head. Yeah. But I mean, if you are, if you are a woman that. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're a woman that you're conditioned to eating at chops and that's something that you eat regularly, you know, the menu, this is it's something that you're already conditioned with. You shouldn't be dating a guy that's like, babe, chops. I'm we going to work up to that. No, if you're a we woman, gonna start at that. Yeah, no, if you are a woman, I understand. If, yeah, if you're a woman that's conditioned it. to that, it's almost like I'm gonna use this as an analogy, and hopefully it works. If you are a person that drives a European car, like I drive a Mercedes, I'll have to put premium gas in my my Mercedes. I shouldn't be partnering myself up with something that puts regular gas in my tank because my 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 car ain't gonna run properly. That's how I run. That's how my car was built. My car was built for premium gas. So don't come up to my tank and try and put regular gas in it when my car requires premium. So that's that's how I'm saying for a woman. If you are a woman and I hate to use a car as an analogy, but if you are a woman and you are conditioned to be in this way, this is how you function. This is the way that God has made you. He has only made you to digest chops. It is what it is. That's just the way that he has no, made no, you. I, I, I understand. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm being funny on that. But I just feel like if you are a woman that you have you have worked hard for to create that standard for yourself, because let's believe there are some women out here like myself you have really worked hard to be the woman that you are. Mm-hmm. It didn't come. It didn't come easy. You put forth some type of effort. You had some level of ambition, and you were able to acquire that that goal. I Do not it. allow for a man to tamper or make you feel inadequate because this is the goal that you have set for your life and actually mm-hmm. accomplished it. You, I feel like you then need to find a partner that is equally um, at that level. 
Otherwise, like Sade said, you are literally dating somebody at that level and mm-hmm. best believe that even if you decide to progress the relationship, he's already he's going to always be at the level or it's always going to be a thing of um, you're having something a little bit more or you having something or him having to work towards something that you kind of have already obtained. Mm-hmm. I understand. Um, one thing that I just I literally thought about. Because I think the issue with the the certain conversations, especially about standards in that manner, and we're talking about we use food as the example. Um, I think with some men, just being honest, they're so used to entertaining younger women younger than them. And some younger women, I'm not saying all, some, because it got some younger women. I'd be like, high five, girl, you, yes. But there are some younger women who would be like, oh, okay, we're going to Applebee's. Okay. Listen, at 35 years old, I am not eating microwave Applebee's food. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I am not. I don't care. I'll, if y'all say, y'all, you want to go to Applebee's? I'll look at you like, no. How about, you know, we could take it a little step above. We can go to Houston, you know, that's a little better. But um, because even like, let's say when I met Sylvester, when we were 24 and 25, when we started dating 24 and 25, that's a little, you know, it was, 10 years ago, we younger, blah, blah, blah. Our, our pockets were lying differently. It was a little, we weren't as, you know, where we are now. But one thing I never, I said I would never, I told him, I was like, I don't do buffet food. Yeah. Like Golden Corral and places like that. I grew up on that and I thought it was gross. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So to this day, he mm-hmm. know that I will not go to Golden Corral. Yeah. And it, he didn't, it, he ain't seen nothing wrong with it. You know, he was like, okay. There has been a couple of times where I've compromised and gone to a buffet because my mother-in-law loves the Chinese buffet. And I'm like, okay, it's Mother's Day. You want to go to the Chinese buffet? I'm going to go to the Chinese buffet. It's a little bit better. (laughs) But It's a little bit better. You know, but I completely understand where you're at, especially at the age that you're you're at. Uh, And But I think that some men, they might be the same age, but I don't think some of them are mentally still in that space because one, some of them don't even cook for themselves. A lot of times they still eat McDonald's. So they're, if they, they're, you know, they looking at you like chops, like how about we go here? You know, what's crazy though. Cause I oftentimes ask the question there and then why are you attracted to that woman? And for me, I've come to the resolution that men are attracted to the man that they want to be or the man that they want to look like. So but if it they, looks good if you're on that's their arm. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that. Like, I'm saying that they they want they want the appearance of a woman mm-hmm. that that that's worked hard to mm-hmm. obtain what she has. That drives the car that she drives. Mm-hmm. That walks the way that she walks. That has the level of confidence that she has. But you don't have. They don't. They don't want to maintain it it's, because it's not even the maintain. It's not. I don't think it's even the maintaining of the thing. You don't even have the resources to maintain it. And I feel like it's it's okay. Some of them do though. Some of them do, but they don't want to maintain it. Because I remember getting the high maintenance label on me at 23. And it was really stupid because I was a hairstylist from back then. And I I used this example before. I was talking to a guy and he was like, so are you going to have your hair done like every day? But like, what if you get married and your husband can't maintain that? And I was like, well, first of all, I'm a hairstylist. So, but you know, but how do you look without all of that? And I'm like, I look fine, but 
wouldn't you want somebody to it, it, it intimidated them yeah that's so, what it is and that's I, what that post sounded like to me yeah that's what it is and Literally. i get i'm gonna be honest with you all and i know this was supposed to be a question episode but mm-hmm. i get that a lot that a lot of people tell me that um my presence um in front of a male intimidates um and that i used should to make them want to strive for more right but i will i'm gonna be honest and if there's young saved women that are listening to this podcast that may have gotten that same response. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be transparent to say that that used to bother me a yeah, lot I agree. because I felt like, well, dang, what am I supposed to do in this situation? And now, now that I'm the age that I'm, I am and I've been burnt a few times, I say, I don't do anything. That just mm-hmm. means you're not the guy for me mm-hmm. if I intimidate you. Exactly. And so I say that to, to other women, I say, if you're in a position and in even his conversation with you, it comes across as if there's some level of intimidation mm-hmm. because you are bringing this to the table versus what they might be bringing to the table. Just understand that y'all could just be friends mm-hmm. and it is what it is. And, you know, you never know. Maybe God can, you know, elevate him in a way where you are, your paths will meet again. Mm-hmm. But at that moment, you just realize it's just not the season for you to be dating mm-hmm. that individual and be comfortable in saying no. Don't allow for yourself really to be open to almost kind of playing with him mm-hmm. until he gets himself together. I don't think you need to tamper or play with him. Let him go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And literally see if God could bring that, you know, back full. So if if. If God can bring it back. Yeah. It's crazy for me because when I got those uh, comments and stuff like that, you said, you know, we could possibly be friends. I didn't even want to be friends with them because some people would, it would, it would be like a joke, like it, or something that they would always bring up. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you bringing it up? Like, we're not even together. Like, it reminds me of friends who would go out and it's 10 people and it's, I don't know. I, I come from a, a group where it's like, if it's eight of us and we go out to dinner, we're going to all get what we want. We're going to split the check regardless. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, when you say, you know, I don't even want to be friends with you. It's more so like, I don't want to be friends with you because that's a mindset that I don't mm-hmm. even want yeah. in my circle. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Denisa, you were going to say something. Mm-hmm. You good? Mm-hmm. You good? You mm-hmm. sure? Okay. Well, I actually really enjoyed asking all the questions, yeah. making statements, asking all these questions. The crazy thing is, Assuming. like, we just scratched the surface because really, really, especially the topic of, um, oh, the topic of like, let's say the high maintenance labels and all that type of stuff. I just, oh, I want to dive into that, but that's another. That's topic. a whole. That's a whole that's another. Maybe we'll call that episode "I'm High Maintenance." Because I'm, so, I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired. Okay. We'll talk offline. Amen. Yeah. But I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Questions and I enjoyed your responses. And ladies, if we always welcome you all. If you have additional questions, please ask, mm-hmm. um, you know, on our platforms. And I'm going to let Ayana do it because y'all already know I'm trash <laughs> when it comes to letting y'all know who y'all need to follow, what. We've been IG. doing this a year. We okay. still ain't got it. I'm trash at it. So I'm going to throw the mic over to Ayana. Okay. All right, ladies. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything like that, please email us at savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. If you want to chime into this conversation, if you like, girl, I got something to say too. And I got a whole bunch of questions. Email us at savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. Remember to follow us on all social media platforms at savegirlsecrets. Also, tune into our youtube channel cool save chicks tv subscribe we'll have some more content coming to you guys soon and um i think that's it for this evening again thank you guys for this conversation thank y'all for answering my questions um 
I, I, I appreciate, I really appreciate, I appreciate the vulnerability, I appreciate the conversation, it was, it was really dope, so, yeah. That's all we got. That's it. Love and peace, Love guys. you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.